Listening to my dad's podcast. It's the Ron and Don Show, only on ronanddonradio.com. Hey, you guys, what's going on? It's episode number 311 now of the Ron and Don Show, and we are live from the Les Schwab studio. What is up, Ron and Don Nation? Hey, coming up on the Ron and Don Show, you're going to meet one of our brand new advertisers. That's right, we're going to talk mortgages with Mitch, and we also have to find out why. Well, what the hell's going on with everybody really, really? really deciding not to go to work. We have a client right now that decided he's going to sell his house and he doesn't want to work anymore. Wait till we tell you his story. It's actually a really great, inspiring story. Before we get to that, though, let's get to this. Vaccine mandates for 100 million Americans. Ron, you sent this story to me today. What's going on? Yeah, the president has come out and basically said, hey, if you're connected in any way, shape, or form, even tangentially, the United States government, mandatory vaccines and he basically said i'm paraphrasing the president now we're tired of it we're tired of it there is no standing uh when you look at the science you look at the fda like the we talked about this in an earlier podcast the the process of the fda to get an approval of, of a substance or uh claims of a substance is the most rigorous in the world um, you, there's no higher standard of efficacy that you can have. And that's why, you know, when you hear something about like a vitamin supplement or, uh, you go and you buy something off, uh, you know, Instagram where it's a, it makes a claim that's not proven by the FDA, they're just making a claim. They just made something up. But when the FDA says we put our stamp on this, we have tested this. It does what it says it does then that's there's not a higher standard that you can get. So I think the president is saying, look, we did the testing. It was in the experimental phase. We were as rigorous as we could possibly be. It is over 90% effective. That's more effective than just about any other vaccine that you get. Every one of your kids, when they came out of the hospital, got vaccinated. This thing is more effective. Mm. And so then they said, we're not only going to do that, uh, and we have hundreds of millions of cases to go through the data. Now the FDA is going to go through their regular uh, pr- approval process. And they, they accelerated it a little bit, but they didn't skip any steps. And so now he said that it's FDA approved. It is now tested inside and outside the FDA. It's, there's been dozens of, of, of independent studies done around the world. And so get vaccinated. We're tired of it. And so all of you 80 million people, I think, that are still left unvaccinated, and they keep trying to lower the age brackets as well, but I think it's at least 80 million uh, in addition to this 100 million that are going to be uh, on the government you know, attachment. She's like, Hey, we're tired of it. Go out, get vaccinated. If you want to keep your job, then uh, get vaccinated. I, I know immediately what the knee jerk reaction is going to be uh, from all these subcultures. Well, my, my, yeah, it's going to be fake news. We know that it's just, someone's going to throw a blanket on it, fake news. And then, and then that's it. And then that ends the conversation. The, the question is this, we were dealing with a very, and we are dealing with a very serious virus. Viruses don't go away. That's why I'm going to go to your doctor. I have a hard time treating a virus that you have because it doesn't go away. I have a virus in my eye that will be with me forever. 
and it flares up sometimes and I can't see. And it's one of the reasons I went blind in my left eye because I have a virus in my left eye. It's not going anywhere. I just had to learn to, to, to deal with that, to, to deal with the virus. So it, it, was, it was off-putting to me. And people thought it was cool when we started giving away a million dollars and playing, you know, vaccine roulette, uh, basically paying people, giving away cars, uh, giving away pot and cannabis, giving away beer, giving away do- whatever it was. And now you even see on a lot of college campuses where they said, hey, we're, we're, we really want to support our students here. Freedom of right, freedom of choice, all that. And, 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 and now because some of these institutions may have to close as we head in fall, they're doing a similar thing where they're taking a, I would say, a, a more serious stance. So with hundreds of thousands, almost 700,000 Americans now dead from COVID-19, do you think that that was the wrong approach that a lot of these states did to kind of make it cute and fun, come get vaccinated and and, and I mean, win, I don't know win, what else they win, could have and done. Win, and win some wiffle ball. Because they didn't have the FDA approval at that point. So... Uh, to try and go to a private business or try to go and say, you have to do this. There was a legitimate, I think it was unfounded, but I will grant people saying, hey, it hasn't been FDA approved. If that was your thing, it's like I'm waiting for it to be approved. It's a new uh, a new vaccine, and so I would like to wait for an approval. I, I disagree with the spirit of why some people did that, but it's not invalid. It's not unreasonable to want something to be approved. Now that it is approved, then you have no excuse. And the other thing I would like to say that you bring up the colleges, college football just started and shame on like the university of Iowa, 104,000 people packed in their stadium, no masks. There's no vaccine vaccine requirement, no social distancing. Uh, Everybody come in, put your yellow and black on. And then they have the audacity because the stadium is right next to their medical center. Mm -hmm. They took a moment on national TV to wave uh, their their support to the medical center when it's like you're spreading the virus right now <laughs> what are you talking about you're supporting the medical center and there were me- like the clemson game yeah no nobody's masked up uh nobody's checking for vaccines and like here locally seattle seahawks are going to start their season uh the, it's it's a mandate you have to prove your vaccine i don't know if you've been to a, a business yet where you had to prove it i was meeting a client of ours eric and we met at a place and you had to, I had to show my card oh, to no. get into this, this restaurant. And I was like, thank you. Like, this is not a huge hassle for me. I have a picture of it on my phone. I showed it. They double checked it against my ID and said, let me show you your table. And I was like that. It took uh, 30 seconds. Yeah. You know, what boggles my mind and I can't figure out is the amount of nurses, police officers and firefighters that don't want to get vaccinated. Uh, that are refusing to get vaccinated, that uh, say they'll walk away before they get vaccinated. Walk away. Yeah. See ya. Well, well, the problem is a lot of nurses have, and now we have this incredible shortage. As a traveling nurse, you see a lot of, in fact, one of my friends decided to become a traveling nurse and said, what's going on? She said, they're paying me $5,000 a week plus room and board. Uh, plus, I get to go live somewhere cool. So why wouldn't I travel as a nurse after being a non-traveling nurse for 10 years? So it, it, you've been around the virus, you've seen people die from it, and yet you don't want to get vaccinated. And then we see people pivot as soon as they get sick and they start taking animal uh, uh, dewormers. It's going to yeah. be real interesting to see how far this goes when your job is on the line. 
Yeah. Where it's like, okay, I was, you know, it's one thing to post up on Facebook. It's another thing to, you know, put on your America t-shirt and, you know, pop a, a six pack in the back of your pickup. It's another thing when you, it's like, Hey, don't take this. You're fired. Yeah. And if you have a family that you're trying to support or you have obligations financially, it, I, this is going to be very interesting to me to see how many people, because remember all people was like, Oh, if fill in the blank gets elected, I'm moving to Canada. But we, that was the big thing. No one moved to Canada. Canada doesn't want you. You can't move to Canada permanently without a reason to be in Canada. Like people are like, oh, I'm American. I can just live wherever I want indefinitely. No, you can't. Yeah. It's really, when you, we'll just leave it here. When you get a moment, read uh, read a book on or, or some background on Teddy Roosevelt. Came from a huge family. Most, in fact, half of the kids in that family died as kids. Uh, and he had a horrible debilitating disease. So did JFK. One of the reasons why you don't have polio is because of herd immunity and because of vaccinations. And you were vaccinated when you were young and when you weren't even given a choice. That's why you don't have polio and so many other diseases that we could see here. And Rubella and smallpox. Yeah, that's why we don't have it because we have herd immunity and we've taken this vaccine. And the thing that just freaks me out is just the labeling and the power of just throwing a blanket of fake news over all this. And the guy that invented it is actually vaccinated, and he made sure that he was at the front of the line. Um, so anyway, we'll see you on the other side of this. It's just like talking to a longtime friend. They are so fun, and they were so fun to work with. When it comes to your real estate journey, you need an expert team and a playbook. The Ron and Don Playbook. It all starts with a Ron and Don sit-down. I think the expertise provided by Ron and Don is really something I haven't seen before. I've bought probably a half a dozen properties over my lifetime. So I was just so impressed at how all-in they were from the very beginning. They knew what we were going to need to do in order to get the house that I wanted, and they were absolutely committed to making that happen for me. So responsive. And I would hear from them if they needed something from me immediately. If I called them, they would answer. They were super responsive. Uh, Don was a bit of a magician, being that like there was things that nobody knew the answers to. It was remarkable, and I would get the call, hey, I was able to get the plans, the plans that if we don't get, we don't buy this house. And I get the call, and there's four boxes of plans. It was amazing. The sale price was 55K over ask, and that just blew us away. We were absolutely ecstatic. Thanks to their skill to negotiate, we are so grateful and so happy and so pleased. They were a thousand percent instrumental in making this deal happen and making sure we closed on time and that I was able to get into my dream condo. I'm just absolutely thrilled. I mean, I knew that this was going to be hard to find and we did it so quickly and got just the perfect house in exactly where I needed it to be at a price that I feel really good about. So I could not be happier with my experience. I really felt like I could, could trust them. They made some promises on some things mm -hmm. that, and they delivered on it with no questions mm -hmm. asked, you know, and they came through. I absolutely recommend Ron and Don for your real estate transactions or just a cup of coffee and a sit down. Ready to get in the game? Get your playbook and schedule your Ron and Don sit down now at ronanddonsitdown.com. People ask me, how do you put up with these two? My answer, good snacks and video games. All right, you guys, welcome back to episode 311 of the Ron and Don Show coming up. We're going to introduce you to one of our brand new advertisers. We're going to see if you're going to switch to Mitch. Before we get to that, let's get to this. 
Uh, we were talking to one of our clients the other day. We do something called the Ron and Don sit down. Go to ronanddonsitdown.com. Before we come see you, uh, we just have a conversation, a 45-minute conversation online. And my friend Chato the barber had reached out to me and said, hey, remember Don? And I said, yeah, I remember Don. He said, Don's thinking about selling his place. And I said, wow. From one Don to another, uh, he has a fantastic, fabulous place that we want to sell. Before we sell it, though, we want to have a conversation about why he's selling. Ron? It was pretty interesting what he, what 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 he told us the reason that he was selling and this is in the news today in a, in a, in a big way. So what he said to us is he said, "Hey, the reason why I'm selling is because I'm seeing all these people that have been anchored to homes and they've been anchored to places, and what they have decided to do is to jump on planes and get in vans and live the plane life, the van life, whatever that is." They have decided to, because you only have one life, is to live life differently and say, I'm not going to be anchored to this home anymore. I'm not going to be anchored to this family. I'm not going to be anchored to this job. I'm not going to be anchored to this neighborhood. And so for him, he said, you know what? I have a job where basically I could live anywhere in the world. So why don't I go live anywhere in the world? So that's what we're working on right now. Yeah, and there's some uh, interesting stuff going on. With it. There's a thing that it just keeps getting rebranded. Overlanding is what they're calling it now. And I read this article where people are buying a $400,000, what we used to call an RV, yeah. but you don't call it an RV anymore. And basically going on road trips, which when you and I were a kid, you kind of hated after the first week. Like my parents bought an Itasca trailer. And we were going to ride and visit my uncle Richard in Boston. And by the time we got to Oklahoma, we'd like thrown a rod and we had to get the engine fixed. It was a brand new Itasca trailer. You're sleeping up in the, you know, the overhead compartment. The trailer wasn't the problem. It sounds like the car that was pulling the trailer was no, the no, problem. No, it was, it had, a, it had an engine. It was like a mobile home. Oh, it was. <laughs> and so like, uh, you know, we're wow. doing engine repairs and you're eating in, in, uh, you know, gas station. So it's like, I'm reading these articles and I'm kind of going, Okay, what what's changed? Because this, this sounds like road trips back in the day. And I remember, you know, driving stem to stern across Texas one time in a day. It was miserable. It's, it was miserable to make this drive. Then I, I changed gears. I have yeah. a family member that bought an $80,000 Mercedes van. Like one of what are their sprinters, what are they called? An $80,000 van, a full five size. The, the ones that everybody wants is the Sprinter Mercedes. It was a Mercedes, and it was fully tricked out, but it diesel, was Diesel. It wasn't diesel. Four by four. And to, to get into one of those rigs, it's about 180 grand. So anyone that, that, that bought a rig a, for 80 grand. This was a grand, used one. Yeah. But it was full fully camperized. That's anyway. A great, that's a great price, actually. They, um, and it might have been more than that. I don't, I don't remember. But he, they used it for, I don't know, three trips, five trips. And they were like, eh, I think we're going to sell it. And so they they, they just, sell it to me. If they bought it for eighty, they could sell it to me <laughs> for hundred and eighty. If it's diesel and has four by four, because I'm looking for one right now, and so, so that'd be great. They uh, they sold it. Yeah. And and then, but then I also met a woman that I know on through Instagram, basically. But we hung out a couple times, and she's just doing the van life. Bound, jicka, bound, no, it wasn't. It wasn't like that. But bound, jicka, bound, bound, it wasn't like that. Bound. So Did she's she in, out to the van or whatever. No, she's in Florida. Oh, and so you see these pictures like she wakes up on a beach and she goes scuba diving. Wait a minute. You met a girl in Florida on I did Instagram? Not meet and, no, we're friends. How did you reel that in? Yeah, let me. <laughs> I, 
I'm not going there. My point you is, you already went there. I met We're her. There. I You're met there. her here. Okay. We became friends, and now we just follow each other on Instagram. Okay. There's nothing. Nothing happened. Nothing. But she, she's doing the van life. Why is it important for you to say nothing happened? It's okay if it happened. Okay, everything happened. She's doing the van life thing, and she seems to really enjoy it. She has a job where she can work on her laptop, yeah. and like that looks kind of interesting because she's like living by the ocean, and she goes scuba diving or surfing, and like it's like okay, like the at least the portrayal. This sounds like a this sounds like the life you want. No, why not? Why aren't you with her? I do not want to be driving around forever like i've i've thought about this i read this article today i was like okay yeah. even if i'm in a four hundred and eighty thousand dollar land yacht as they call them which is just a rebranding of an rv i was like okay how long before i'd be like okay i'm done not very long because like if you because when you're showering and using a toilet in those things or just trying to cook. It's it's not as what, glamorous what, 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 as people think it is. Yeah, and I don't think people think it's glamorous. And I think what's what's actually really cool about them, and my friends Brian and the Maurice who lived up the road here, and they just moved away, uh, and they're back in Colorado. Are they, they overlanding? Yeah, they overland. <laughs> but, but, but where it's different is you can jump on apps now, and people share where they've overlanded, and they send pictures and where you can stay for free or who you should look for. So it's it, it's so they never stay like you're talking about staying in campgrounds. They never stay in campgrounds. And when I see them, they'll be like with a herd of other vans overlanding instead of a herd of horses. They're in a herd of vans, and you'll you'll see them like rolling through the desert. And well, so, so some a- of the stuff that, that that they actually do is really inspiring no, and I really cool, which is very that. different than. The RV life, because yeah, my parents had a coachman, and we pulled it with a with a suburban, and that's very very different than what people are doing in the in the van life today. You I think- did a version of this with your son, I think a year ago. It was still under the pandemic. Yeah, would you have wanted to keep going? That's why I'm looking for a van. That's why I rented a van. I rented a Westphalia. I had Westphalias when I was younger, uh, and I wanted to see if we. It's basically what you're talking about. What, what's it going to be like with myself, my son, and Charlie in this little van? For a week to 10, I think we're in it for 10 days. I just wanted to test it out and see what that would be like. It was actually great. So uh, he's Did 11. Did you guys stop to shower and stuff? Or What's that? Did you stop somewhere else to shower? Yeah, we never camped in it. We stayed in a hotel every night. <laughs> well, then there you go. Yeah. Overlanding Deluxe. Like that, that I could be into. I'm going to drive to like Del Mar and then stay in a hotel. All right, I'm with you now. That's the way to do it. We'll see you guys on the other side of this. Hey, what's going on, Ron and Don Nation? This is Therese, a new team member on Ron and Don Team. It's tough out there for buyers right now, and that's why you need a buyer specialist like me. Let's send you a buyer's playbook, and for you sellers, we have a seller's playbook. Reach out to the team, and let's do a sit-down, and we'll get you these playbooks. Just reach out to us at ronanddonsitdown.com, and we'll schedule a sit-down today. Now back to the show. All right, you guys, welcome back to episode 311 of the Ron and Don Show. We have a brand new sponsor. Mitch is here. You may want to switch to Mitch. That's right. Mitch Weeks is here, and he's with Home Seed Loans. That's Home Seed Loans, and they are now partnering with Ron and Don, of course, at Windermere, so we're very, very excited about this. Before we talk about Home Seed Loans, though, let's talk about you. And Ron says... 
that you are one of the best golfers in the world. Is that true? <laughs> you're one. Of, you're, you're he's one a top of, golfer. He, he, well, you 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 are always talking about his. He's his, a great golfer. You're always talking about hey, uh, well, uh, Mitch. Let, we let's should go, set the bar here should, first because we were going to go golfing, and then when I heard how great he was, I'm like, yeah, I don't, that 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 is not Let the kind me, of golf that that I I go. This is the way I when, when I golf. I don't wear a white shirt because usually I end up on all the grapevines and the grape leaves and looking for my ball. And I kid you not, I use an orange ball, a green ball, a purple ball. I don't have a problem with it because I hit that ball hard, but it never lands in the fairway. It always lands so, in the it always lands in the vineyard. So. Mitch, you were a collegiate golfer. I was a collegiate golfer, yeah, but I think of myself more as a people's golfer. So <laughs> I, I think I can have fun with anyone. Is I'm not, right? not pe- out there to intimidate the you. people's golfer. <laughs> All right. Well, how, like how so compared to me, I'm a failed high school golfer. I was on the golf team, but I, I didn't. I was like the last guy on the varsity, so I never even you know got into the first position. How how far did you go? Like because you were I've played with you in a tournament. And you've got skills, but like compared to maybe a, a professional golfer, I, I don't I don't know how to judge it. Well, I think of it as it, every stage is just as big a jump, right? So the best college golfer then will be a mediocre mini tour player, and the best mini tour player makes it to the Nexus.com whatever tour, and so each one's as big a leap. So me being a solid college golfer, that was the end of my career. How, but how, how many layers are there from a college golfer to? like someone we'd see on TV. There are about four jumps up from that. And then even the low-level PGA guys aren't really making enough money to live. It's about the top 125 guys who really are making a, a living. In, so next time we golf. do a scramble, we're going to call Mitch. Oh, well, Mitch <laughs> be, and I played he'll be, he'll be in, our scramble. in the Windermere four-person scramble, so we're coming down the back nine. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. And you had to use – they had to use one of my drives. Was Corey on there too? Corey was on a different team. Oh. They had to use one of my drives, one of my putts, and one of my iron shots. And we hadn't used one of my drives yet. And I'm looking at our card, and I was like, Mitch – we're like, I think I said, we're like 12 under. I was like, we're probably going to win this thing. And Mitch started, started laughing. He's like, dude, we're not even going to be in the top 20. Like, <laughs> like the winning score was something like 21 under. Minus so. 22 or something. <laughs> right, yeah. No, if you get four real golfers out there, you can go low in a scramble. Right. And it's crazy. And you just laughed. He was like, what are you talking about? I was like, we're 12 under. Yeah. Like, there's only 18 holes. He's like, no, no, not even, not even close. I love it. All right. The mortgage business. Why, why are you in it? How did, how did you end up in the, in the mortgage business? Well, I actually uh, studied wealth management and econ in college um, and thought I was going to go that route. But I really was fascinated by real estate specifically. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, most people's biggest purchase in their life is a home. And so it's kind of a really consolidated and specific version of wealth management, which is what I'd been practicing and what I'd been studying. And I got excited about it, Um, just got excited about how enthusiastic buyers were and you got to work with different clients and um it was just a a more condensed version of what i like to do yeah talk to us a little bit about money because what we're hearing is money's cheap why is why is it why is money why is money so cheap right now well money's cheap partly uh thanks to our former president he was kind of pressing down on interest rates um to try to get reelected um so it wasn't necessarily the right move for the economy of our country but it did help with my specific business yeah. and now that interest rates are still below 3% it's crazy cuz you know my parents bought their first house and they were 15% 
granted the house was cheaper all right. around, so it's still a lower monthly payment. And that's like like, but, like in the 80s, right? You heard yeah. interest rates going up to like 18% yeah. sometimes. There were people really close to 20%, which is a credit card now. So right. it's like might as well buy your house with a credit card. Yeah, my mom was a Century 21 <laughs> agent back in the day, and she sold homes at 18%, and she just didn't sell a lot of homes. She's like, wow. If you, she, was, she said, you, you should have been there when I was putting on that gold jacket and trying to move a house. It was very difficult and very hard. There, there are a lot of buyers out there that are concerned that money is not going to be cheap. We know that the Fed just had a big meeting, and some people thought in the mortgage business that they were going to immediately pivot and rates were going to hike. Uh, it didn't happen. So is it going to happen as we head into the fall and as we, we, we head into 2022? You know, it may happen. Uh, I always hesitate to predict what they're going to do, um, even – since I started in this business, every year the experts predict where rates are going to go, and every year so far they've been wrong. Yeah. So I just see how it's going to go. Uh, it can't stay low forever, but there's no guarantee in the very short term yeah. where it'll go. So can, why do, why, let me ask this question real quick. Why, I'm sorry to cut you off wrong. Why, why do people go to a mortgage banker or a mortgage lender versus, hey, you know what? I've been going to BECU my whole life, or I have a card with Bank of America. Why would somebody be interested in picking up the phone and talking talking to Mitch Weeks? Why why would that why would that even make sense to them? Well, I think it's that wealth management thing I was speaking to earlier. Is I'm there to guide you through a process, and it's a nerve wracking process. And I'm here to make it as stress free as possible, and also as cheap as possible. We have a great deal for Ron and Don Nation members, but also I'm going to be there with you from literally pre approval through to the end of your loan. Um, and I'm going to guide you through that process. And then we also get loans closed. You hear a lot of nightmare stories about Bank of America and Chase customers who literally will make an offer on a house. They think they're pre-approved with Chase. They've, you know, they have millions of dollars in their Chase account or hundreds of thousands or whatever. And Chase still can't get the loan closed and they end up losing a house because their right. bank failed them. And they, I, we've heard a lot of just horror stories about that. And that's something that we don't have to do because we're focused on your loan. And that's all we do. So can you answer this just for like my own benefit? But I think a lot of people who listen to this show will affiliate with this. I get so many emails to refinance my condo loan. Like not a week goes by where I don't get an email or a phone call or like refinance, refinance, refinance. And I'm like, how do I know if I should? Because if I've, I'm already like more than halfway through this loan. So in my mind, I'm like, I'm pretty close. I'm closer to the end than I've ever been. Like, do I want to reset it? And we had, had a client ask me the other day. He was in his 70s. He's like, I'm in my 70s. Like, do I want to refine it? Like, I'm not going to be around in 30 years. Like, how do you, or knock on wood, hopefully he will be, but you get my point. How do you know when it's time to do it? Well, you talked to me. <laughs> um, really, that's my job. But And I will be honest with you. Half of the people I met with who I said, hey, you should refinance. I did a touch point email. Like, you get those letters. And a lot of people reached out. And about half of them, I said, hey, you shouldn't refinance. Okay. Um, sometimes it even makes sense to just pay a little more on your mortgage. If you've made a lot more money and you think, hey, I'm in a different position financially, you could just pay off your mortgage quicker. Because every check you send that's not part of your original principal and interest payment that's going to go to paying down your principal, which is great. But for some people, if you're paying a 5% rate still, you should probably refinance gotcha. and get a 3%. Yeah. You have a degree in this. 
Don and I just have a feeling for it, but is there a better vehicle than real estate that you've found to actually build real wealth for a family? No. And the reason for that is that you're basically trading on margin for free, right? You hear about people who trade major stocks and they take out a loan to trade stocks and that's very intimidating. But the housing market has gone up for the majority of our lives. You know, people my generation are kind of scared because 2008 happened. But before that, in my parents' lifetime, Seattle real estate's just appreciated. Not only that, but when you buy, you only have to put 20% down. So say it's a million dollar house, your investment was 200,000, but your asset is appreciating at 5% on that million mark. So you're really making a lot more money than you would on a normal $200,000 investment. Mm. A couple more questions for you. Mitch is here and he's a brand new partner with us here and we're really excited about it. And he has, they have a great deal for you that we're going to talk about in a minute. People get really confused about the letter, the pre-approval letter. Some people can go online and you get a letter and it's what you just talked about. As, as a real estate agent, sometimes though, I look at those letters and I'm like, this letter means nothing. The letter means nothing if it hasn't been under it. And so I'll get on the phone, and if someone is making an offer on a home that Ron and I are selling, and usually Ron gets on the phone, and he does a great job at this. He'll double down on whoever the lender is, calling them and saying, hey, before we accept this offer, because even though it appears like these are the best terms or this is the highest number, we'll call his agents, and we want to make sure that you can close. The letters that we laugh at are the letters that come when people jump online, like with a rocket mortgage, and they just type something in, and then they get a letter, and then they present it to someone like us and say, hey, I'm pre-approved. Yeah, but you're not underwritten. Talk to us about pre-approval, those letters, and being underwritten, because really in this market right now, you have to have leverage, and if you're underwritten, it gives you more leverage, right? That's correct. Yeah. Once you're underwritten, you're almost as good as cash. They say cash is king. But when you come to me, we sit you down, we get all your documents, and we get you, you know, the informal quote unquote pre approval. And that means that I'm pretty sure you can buy for this number. But then we send it to underwriting and they get a whole file that looks exactly how it's gonna look when you buy that house. I actually right? just did this with Mitch because I'm I'm gonna be in the market to buy something in twenty twenty two. So I went through the process with Mitch. And had to answer. They, you guys called me a couple times like, yeah, I need this document. I was like, I thought I gave you that document. <laughs> like, nope, you got to track it down and find it. So, yeah, it, 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 it's a little bit, like you said, it takes a minute to get all your ducks in a row. But that it's worth it in the end because of what you're saying now. It absolutely is. Once you get those ducks in a row, you send it to underwriting. And then we have that real stamp on your offer that says, no, he really, you know, you make an $800,000 offer. We're saying, that money is good. He yeah. already has that 800000 because we've underwritten it. Whereas if it's just a letter, and you talk about all these letters look the same but mean different things. So I always follow up with a phone call to the agent. And I say, no, for real. It's through underwriting. Um, we have that stamp of approval. His ducks are in a row. Let me know if you have yeah, any yeah, questions. You've seen actual right. documents, not just what I told you. Exactly. You've verified it. That's, that's, the what, that's what was happening. That's the difference. That's can, the difference. You can go on a website and say, oh, I make six hundred grand a year. Well, unless and in, get the letter from it. Right, and get yeah, a letter. Get unless a letter. you have the pay stubs to back that up, like someone theoretically might get a letter from some automated system with fabricating all their numbers. Yeah. yeah probably no, and the, that initial loan application is, it takes 12 minutes, and you can make up whatever you want, right? Right. It's until we actually get your pay stubs, W-2s, and your tax returns, then we know 
this guy's good for it. All right. Mitch Weeks is here with Home Seed Loans. You got a pretty cool deal for people that are part of the Ron and Don Nation. What do we got? We absolutely do. Yeah. So now any member of Ron and Don Nation is part of, is officially part of our buyer benefit program. Just by listening to this podcast, you're in. No hassle, no questions asked. Our partnership means that listeners will save half a percent on the closing of your loan. That's an average of $3,000 saved when you switch to Mitch. Find out more to schedule a chat with me by going to Mitch.loans. That's Mitch.loans to find out how you can get pre-approved to buy a new home today. That's a, that's a that's, big deal. That's a very big deal. That's, so a big, that's a big deal. That half a percent obviously depends on the price of the home that you're buying. It depends on loan amount, really. On the so, loan amount. Yeah. So the, that, that was based on the average loan that we did as a company last year. Does this apply for a refi as well? It applies for a refinance, wow. so and it, there's no limit. So if you want to buy five houses with Ron and Don, <laughs> you can do it, and you'll get that deal every time. Okay, so if you're doing, if you if you listen to me, and said, "Hey, my interest rate's pretty high. I've been seeing a lot of stuff about refis. You get this half a percent, and if you're looking to buy, uh, you can do Mitch Loans and uh, also get the half percent. So let's explain that domain name for a second. It's not .com or .net. It's .loans. So Mitch period loans. Is that correct? That's it. All right. That'll send you right to me. Mitch not loans. Yeah. I like it. Uh, Anything we didn't touch on or in. uh, How bad of a golfer am I for real? (laughs) It's pretty bad. I think you warmed up a little. (laughs) (laughs) He he looked a little nervous, but once we got a few drinks in him, I think he figured it out. That means I'm pretty bad. (laughs) I didn't figure it out. Mitch, thanks for being here. That's episode 311. It's in the books, you guys. Don't forget to switch to Mitch. If you're thinking about refinancing, you want to get pre-approved, you're thinking about buying, investing, whatever it is. Save half a percent. Yeah, and there's a lot of people out there that are also concerned about, hey, if I buy this house, where do I get the money in order to fix the kitchen? Mitch can talk to you about those types of things and where you can find that kind of money, okay? Because sometimes you can structure that within the loan. So just go to Mitch.loans. That's Mitch.loans, and uh, he'll be able to help you out today. Head up, shoulders back. Thanks for hitting subscribe. Thanks for listening to episode 311. Episode 312 is right around the corner, and thank you for being part of the Ron and Don Nation. Until next time, head up, shoulders back, as I just said, and you're listening to the Ron and Don Show only on the Ron and Don Radio Network. Now keep your head up and your shoulders back and keep blowing that trumpet and we'll see you next time. Only! 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 On the Ron Don Radio Network.